What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time. I'm your host, Nikki. Time is a gift we should not waste, so let's get right into it. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for another day, another beautiful, blessed day that you have made. Dear Lord, I pray that this podcast will glorify you and those who listen, those who are listening, will glorify you and go and find them a church home and ask what must they do to be saved. I pray that everything is said and done on this podcast is pleasing and acceptable to you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. So guys, I want to start out by telling you I do not have a PhD. I am not a licensed anything. I am not a preacher. So you probably say, Nikki, why should anybody listen to what you have to say? Well, I have a PRWG, a personal relationship with God. And on this podcast, I get to stroke my ego by edifying God only. Here's this week's fictional but relatable story. But before I get into that, I hope you guys have had a great rest week. And I pray that something will be said and it will help you in this journey called life. Um... The fictional relatable story is uh, this week is about a lady named Felicia and her husband name is Jack. Uh, and she has a friend named Melissa. I won't ruin, I won't give you a spoiler alert. So I will just get into the story. Felicia had a husband and four kids. She and her husband had been married for 19 years. Felicia and her friend Melissa were like sisters. Melissa would come to town and stay with Felicia and her family. Melissa is a single woman, and the last time she was in town, she made a pass at Felicia's husband. She was so adamant about them getting back together. See, they dated in the past. So he was skeptical about her staying with them this visit. Felicia did not understand the change in her husband. She told her husband that this was not new and he knows that Melissa and her are close. Felicia was adamant about Melissa staying with them. He did not want to tell her that her friend came on to him the last time she was in town and told her, told him that he felt like Felicia was, she felt like Felicia was living the life meant for her. That she felt like she should have been married to Jack and had the life that Felicia had. So all this time, Melissa has been jealous of her friend, Felicia. The moral of the story is trust is the most important part of a healthy relationship. So, guys, I've been talking about racism, equality. I talked about the power structure last week. So, as you can tell by the fictional but relatable story, I'm going to talk about trust. Who can we trust? Who can we trust? And guys, that is an interesting question. But first, I want to start out by by, uh, basically giving you the definition of the word trust. Now, what does trust mean? Trust means firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. So when you trust 
someone, you have faith in in them, the strength, in their strength. Like when you have a friendship with someone, you trust them. You should trust them. When you are married to someone, you should trust them. Trust is a very important part of relationships. Listen to the definition again. Firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. So you trust in their ability. You trust that they're truthful. You trust in their strength. You rely on their strength. You rely on their truth. You rely on them in such a way that you don't want them to let you down. You don't believe that they should let you down. And so, when we speak of the word trust, I'm talking about trusting God or trusting man. Now, the answer, trusting trusting God, the answer, and yes, I said the answer, because when you trust God, I want to talk about what you can what what you can expect when you trust God. And in Isaiah 12 and and 2, it says this, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For you, the Lord, is my strength and song. So that's what it's like to trust God. You know that you have something that is solid. When you trust God, you know that you have something that is solid. When you trust God, you take away anxiety. Nikki, how do you know this? How do you know that you take away anxiety when you when you trust God? We have so so many things going on and everything that we see Sometimes you can't help but work. But but I want you to know that trusting God takes away anxiety. You don't worry when you trust God. How do you know? Well, allow me to show you. In Jeremiah 17, 5 and 8, Jeremiah says this. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man. And makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert, and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaves will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So, when the pandemic, think about when the pandemic hit. 
How are you feeling? How are you handling that situation? Knowing that people were dying at a very high rate. And we were so fearful that even when we coughed, we thought, oh my goodness, I got COVID. If my head started hurting, I was like, I got to go get tested for COVID. So he said, in the year of drought, you will not fear or be anxious. And, and, and to be honest, when the pandemic was going on, I was not worried about food. Me and my mom, God is so good. Me and my mom had plenty of food in the refrigerator. And I was not worried. I was not thinking about every time you turned around, they saying there was a shortage on this. Uh, the shelves were empty. Everybody was talking about what was happening because of the pandemic. They couldn't get this into town. They couldn't get this. We were running out of this. And, and, and even on my job, we worked through the whole pandemic. While other businesses were closing down, uh, they stopped working, people lost their jobs. So I know that God is good. But at the time, I'm going to be honest, you're not thinking like that all the time when so much is going on. But you have to trust God. That's why trust, trusting God is so important. Because you will not be anxious in those times that seem like everything is so hopeless and you don't know what to do. But he said, but your leaves, but its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. So worrying and being anxious, it gets you nowhere. So you have to trust God. You have to trust that he is already working. He's already ahead doing what needs to be done in your life. But we have to believe that. We have to trust that. What else do we have? Man man has let us down so many times. We vote for presidents. We vote for uh, local leaders, state leaders, federal uh, leaders, and all of those things. We vote for those things. We put our trust in those men that they're going to do what they said they're going to do when they're on the campaign trail. They tell us they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to get better this, they're going to uh, better this situation. And every time you're looking and you're waiting and you're hoping that something will give and something will change and you find yourself seeing that nothing has changed. You find yourself looking around and everything is still the same we have to change things for ourselves and it starts with building our relationship with god putting our trust in him because he will keep down our anxiety our worrying he will keep us and we have to be we have to be able to stand strong knowing 
that it's not going to always be easy. That's a part of trusting. You rely on God. You rely on his strength. Man is not strong enough to give us a certainty and a surety that everything is going to be all right. But we believe when people say they're going to do this, they're going to do that. You you have a right to give them a chance. Because God said, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. So when someone says something, you, you give them that opportunity and you want to believe them. But when it comes to relying on them and relying on their strength and relying on them to be truthful every time, Sometimes you're going to have that that moment where you're going to find out they're human. They're human. They're human beings. And you're going to lose out every time. So trusting God is very important. Very important. And trusting God will prosper you. Listen to the wisdom of Solomon in Proverbs 28, 25, and 26. He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. Now, that word prosper for so many years I have gotten that wrong. I didn't understand it. Uh, and even in the, even in the, even on Google, uh, the meaning says where you're successful uh, material-wise. But there was also a meaning that I wanted you to hear, so with, that we can kind of, so that we can kind of get a, a, so I can bring out an understanding that. Uh, we don't we don't want to look at in this in this day and time. And that that definition is uh let me find it. Let me look it up. Okay. Now this is one of the def- definitions that I uh thought is really what the biblical meaning is it said flourish physically grow strong and healthy see that's the thing that I think we look for when someone is telling us to do something what is the benefit for us and I think that's and I think that's important to anybody when when you say Follow God. Trust God. Why should I do this? I've never seen him. I don't know if he's real. But you have to think about, are you breathing? Are you healthy? Can you see? Can you walk? Can you talk? Can you uh, do things on your own? Can you get up out of the bed every day and, 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 and you have a job to go to? Uh, do you have a roof over your head? Do you do you have food to eat every day? So when we talk about prosper, and 
prospering. It says flourish physically, grow strong, and healthy. That's what God means when he says, I'm going to prosper you. Because he wants us to grow. Grow strong and healthy. See, because we, we are of age doesn't mean that we have grown mature we haven't doesn't mean we've always matured it's a lot of areas where we're still childish we still have childish ways so prosper means flourish physically grow strong and healthy so God is not talking about I'm gonna give you Uh, a a lot of money and a big house and a nice car and the perfect husband and the perfect children. You have to grow. You have to grow up. You You have to take care of this temple. You have to take care of, but it starts with your mental state. You have to take care of your mental. The brain is the CPU. It it, it allows the rest of your body to fall in, in place. If you tell yourself, I don't have time to do this, if you put that in your heart and in your mind, you won't have time to do it. If you tell yourself, I can't do this, I can't do this, you're not going to do it. If you tell yourself, uh, my life is nothing because I don't have this, then your life will be nothing. So trust in God will prosper you because then you will understand that how God feels about you because God says you're royalty. You are a chosen people. God said, I knew you while you were in your mother's womb. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So when you when you thinking about prospering, think about growing, getting better day by day, getting stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, being the healthiest version of you that you can be. That's prosperity. Because it doesn't matter how much money you make. If, you, if you're if you dying of cancer, what good is all that money? Maybe you can pay doctors, the most expensive doctors, to help you stay around a little while longer. But once you leave here, the money, the cars, everything is left behind. You can't take any of that with you. But what you can take with you is the surety that if you live your life in the way that God says that you should live your life, you can trust that your future is bright after you leave this earth. So when we're looking at prosperity, God trust God because God will prosper. God will start causing you to think about making sure you're taking care of yourself. Making sure that 
you you're you're not feeding yourself negativity you're not feeding yourself I can't you're not feeding yourself I am not enough you're not feeding yourself uh, I don't know who I am I don't know what what I bring to the table. You're comfortable in your skin. That's prosperity. Your wellness is in you. You, you put your you, your good health wise. Your your wellness is important to you. You put those things first. Your mental state. Your emotional state. You continue to learn. You never believe that you stop growing. You don't you don't ever stop and say, I'm you know, I know it all. I got everything figured out. Because in actuality, you don't. We don't have everything figured out. Every day is a lesson. And every day is a blessing. And I want to end this episode with some free game. This is a new segment in my podcast that I'm trying. Uh, I was calling it the no cap spill, but this is free game. Free game. Uh, And this week's free game is looking at others, calling out their flaws. It's better when you look in the mirror. Because then you will find that you have so much work to do on yourself. Because while you are calling out other people's flaws, God is revealing your flaws to you every time you are mad at someone else's flaws and hiccups and mess-ups. And you know I don't like to give my opinion. I like to give you truth. And then I'll go from there. So in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5, Paul puts it this way. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. So, looking at other people, this is free game, guys. And you know, sometimes you say nothing in life is free, but this is free. Paul just gave you some free game. We have to examine ourselves. When I look at someone and I say, uh, they're this or they're that or they're evil or they're uh, not spiritual or they don't believe in God or they're going to hell, I need to examine myself. When I look in the mirror, do I like the person that is staring back at me? Because every day, that's really who we we battle with. We battle what's internal 
what's inside of us. That's what we battle with, guys. We don't battle with others in flesh and blood. We battle with our spiritual man. When, that's why when you first wake up, you the first thing your body does is release water. So you go to the bathroom, you stand in them, you stand, you get out the toilet and you wash your hands, and guess what you look up and see? You. And your ugly face with the crud in your eyes and the, the maybe the slob on the side of your face. And when you look at that, are you okay with that's how you're gonna look when you wake up in the morning? That you're not flawless. You don't have the makeup on. You're not the pretty glamour girl that everybody sees. You're not the handsome uh, guy that every woman looks at and wants to be with. So we have to examine ourselves. Test you. Make sure that you are in order. Because what you can't stand about somebody else is what really God is trying to show you. That's what's wrong with you. If you can't stand a two-faced person, maybe you need to think about, am I two-faced? If you just always, every time you see somebody, they get you all worked up. They get you all worked up because you start saying that you believe this about that person. You don't like this about that person. Maybe what you see in that person is what's really in you. So, guys, be blessed. Take this free game that I'm giving. And I pray that you reprogram your thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's recover the life that the devil tried to take from us each and every day. And most importantly, guys, let's start living a godly life style so be healthy guys be strong in the lord and i promise you coming from me everything will be all right peace